scene in, in South Slope with, an, with another young man at a film. Uh-huh. And then you, you discoursed upon the film with him. Another male, no less. A Jew, I heard, no less. All of these things are true. I just, I was, I didn't know today. It was like the Beatles in that, in that beautiful documentary, Get Back. You never know if Lennon's going to be in the studio anymore. With Lauren mm-hmm. B. I, I'll, I'll wait in the waiting room, but I don't know if Lauren's going to open the chat anymore. You're framing this like it is I who betrayed you. When in fact, and I want this to be very clear, you're the one who, A, didn't show up to the film, to which I not only invited you, but bought a ticket for you. All right, but you know I'm more and than B, a, I'm more than going to compensate. Didn't you show that. up to the um, yeah. Let's let's get into the compensation. What when are you getting paid, and when can I make a reservation at the Waverly? Um, let's I'm not looking, be hasty. I'm looking, at, I'm looking hasty at Resi here. right now. You're looking you look at, Resi. at Resi right now. Yeah. I'm also, see what I, you know, that was something I I made that commitment when I was in a certain state. No, no, and no. When that one is, does that is a, a serious like that, commitment. You know, I'm not sure they carry over into the. The bright light of dawn. But this is one commitment to which I'm going to adhere with Sandut. Sandut. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Our boys. MJ we got an old pal. We got an, an old, old friend. Friend of the pod that back when I last spoke to him, I think I was drinking red wine in my mother's basement. I was monastic. I was celibate. I was a nobody. Mm-hmm. We, we've had about 16 lives since we last spoke to this fellow. So many here. lives since we la- Hi, just James. Great into to see the you. Podcast. Hello. Sorry, I was just James. finishing my breakfast. I know that people love when people eat on podcasts. Oh, yeah. That's oh, why I'm lo- eating right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not actually eating anything, just drinking some Cafe Bustelo. Oh, or as we call it here, out. we call it here Cafe Bust Out. Because yeah, it makes, out. makes you bust. Is that is it known to do that? Um, I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, All right, like a, let's look at in a verbal, in a verbal let's sense. Look at the calendar. When do you get paid? You know, one of these, do you know? I get paid on a bi-weekly schedule. Okay, uh, that's good. Yeah, that was very right. old, truly. Yeah, I'm trying to reflect accordingly here. Do the Welsh say schedule? What do I say? Schedule, schedule. I think I probably say both interchangeably. Interesting. I'm not sure which one coach. is the. I'm not sure which one is the British version. You're a code switcher. You're very intuitive. You know. Yeah, it's definitely that, schedule is definitely British because I don't. No red-blooded American would say schedule. Yeah, yeah. I don't, my uh, my accent and my way of speaking is very corrupted. Having lived lived overseas for ten years. Wow. Well, we love a corrupted manner of speaking. But anyway, to I remember catch you being up, really James. worried last time I was in New York that no one commented on my accent. Really? Actually, no, no one in it, no one in America. I also went to Pennsylvania and no one commented there. And that really disturbed Even me because Americans Americans always comment on your accent. And I was right, like, yeah. fuck, does this mean that I don't sound British anymore? Or possibly even worse, I sound like an American putting on a British accent. <laughs> That is one of the worst types of yeah yeah they all thought person. I was some pretentious asshole they didn't yeah. so they didn't say anything that's sweet you should just you should have just said you were faking it um but anyway to catch you up James Drew committed to taking me to um famous Graydon Carter bad food restaurant Waverly Inn 
um, due to not having shown up at a recording he was supposed to do on Saturday. Yeah. And so you're, you're entering before you got here, we were um, actually trying to make a reservation at Waverly and trying to figure out when he gets paid so he'll have the, you know, the pecuniary disposition. Ooh. Ooh. You mean the success of this podcast hasn't made you guys enough money that you can just eat at fancy restaurants all the time? Well, it's funny you ask, James. The, re- <laughs> the recording to which Drew did not show up Notice how I did not end my sentence with a preposition yet. The recording to which Drew declined to show up. My no, I didn't end it with a preposition. Use up as a preposition, but it was that's, that's more in rule. like. But show up is, um, but like that's just the verb show up. Right? I have no that's problem silent. busting with the preposition. To the recording to which Drew declined to show was supposed to be our very first Patreon episode. It was going <laughs> to be a review of the Northman. Real insidery, just for the heads kind of shit that freaks would love to pay us on Patreon for, we hope. But did Drew show up? No. So therefore, it was just me and my friend Alec talking about the movie. And uh, can I make that the very first Patreon episode? I don't think so. What does that have to do with the, my our pecuniary life? Oh, because of the Patreon ambitions. Yeah. So yeah, we decided to finally start a Patreon literally just because we um, need money. That's what we that's why we decided. That's why everyone starts a Patreon. Yeah, wait, I said uh, that like it was like a novel thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what the platform is for. That's yeah, a you're good entering, point, actually. You're entering the podcast at perhaps her the tensest, tensest, tensest juncture. It's true. Yeah. It's like the, you have Beatles, a job, the Beatles in 1970. Um do I have a job? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. I work 20 hours a week as a nanny. But that's what I thought you were doing in DC. So you're still doing that. I'm in New still York. doing that. Yeah. Different kids though. Uh, different cities, same shit. You know, you know, LT. Same different city. Yeah, you know me. So there's always some kid in tow. <laughs> taking some tyke, taking some tow haired tyke to the zoo, the ballpark. <laughs> I've actually, oh wait, no, I had a toe-haired tyke. I had a toe-haired, I had a toe-head tyke in, um, that sounds so racist. That sounds like something so racist <laughs> when like you a say slur. it. It really sounds like a slur. I love a toe-haired tyke. A toe-haired tyke. Um, you know, it was one of those toe-haired tykes. That sounds yeah. so dirty. I hate, but wow, we, that sounds awful. I hmm. love English. I love phonetics um i love english but i did in fact have a toe-haired tyke in the fall and he was a delight yeah that's the problem with new york they always say all the toe-haired tykes mm-hmm. did you did you touch his hair well like, those are the ones committing the crimes <laughs> the tykes. A, at the zoo let me tell you that we should probably, che- we should probably check that this hasn't actually become a slur. <laughs> <laughs> little did they know they just committed some hate speech to tape damn Oh, it wouldn't be the first time. Would not be the no, first time. Not be the first time. Just in time for a big Patreon debut. Well, we're no, actually no, we're gonna say slurs fl- freely. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. we're gonna say slurs freely behind the paywall. Don't yeah. even don't even invite me to <laughs> say anything unorthodox. Patreon, where we tell you what we really think about the Swedes. <laughs> <laughs> We've been holding back. It's been um, hard to withhold well i've had to fucking bleep you out several times james i don't so? know how how much you keep out with the pop keep up with the pod but hopefully not at all on a few episodes <laughs> this 
these past few months I have had to bleep through. Um, you know, things have got very exciting here in New York. Things have got free. We're very freewheeling offhand. Mm-hmm. We're running free with our bodies, free with your minds. We're flowing. I think there's some words, keturient. I don't know. It's just runny, flowy, oozy, you know. I, I don't. I don't edit. Is that myself. the same shirt you were wearing on Saturday? <laughs> Actually, it's the same shirt I was wearing on Friday. I was really I, hoping I, you I, would have changed since then. I have not changed since then. Okay, well. I left my house. My roommates told me not to wear monochrome blue. Mm-hmm. And I said, I think it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be fine, bros. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, yeah, I, I'm still, I went to school today in, in monochrome blue. Although I did, I did take a shower, so it's it's not as fetid as it might seem. Okay. Why not just put on some new clothes after the shower, though? They. Oh right. They, okay. There was a spatial. Right. Okay. Got it. Problem. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> hi, James. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. It's James. It's the Duke of Cardiff himself. I don't even remember well, how you initially got warrior. here. What did you do to initially earn your spot in the hour struggle uh, lore? He said, have me on the podcast. And Lauren said, yes. Oh, yeah. And I want to be clear. That's that's hmm. not something that works anymore because people seem no, to think you to get in at the start. <laughs> no. Also, even if you ask me now, I'd let you on because you're like a, We're... you're an old oh. hand. You know, we have that Illuminati network of old China hands and you're a good friend of hmm. Brendan, who's, of course, Who's someone we'll definitely have back on, actually, for the Patreon, for sure. So we can talk about esoteric shit. Um, it feels nice to come back to an old God, an old friend. It looks so bad. It's like an old sweater that just, you know, it's like a second skin. Yeah, so you are like an old sweater, James. I don't feel the pressure to... Thank you. I don't feel the pressure to perform. Does your wife ever say that to you? Like, you just feel like an old sweater. Thankfully not. I think that's just, that's a sign of concern when people say that in the marriage. I just feel oh. like that's something they always describe the boyfriend as in like a <laughs> book where like they're about to break up with a boyfriend. Because <laughs> when they're about to sleep with the gardener. When they're yeah, they're gonna sleep with the gardener or whomsoever. Um, like a, a Lord, Lord Chatterley was probably an old sweater. <laughs> Shout out to Lord Chatterley. <laughs> the most famous cock in literature. Is he? Is he the most famous cock in literature? I mean, there's a pantheon. There's a quite a great. Who are the, this is a great question. Cucks. Who are the most famous cocks in literature? Well, there's Karenina or Karenine, I suppose. Right. Yeah. I. Um, yeah, but I mean, there's so Othello. Right. Okay. Did he get yeah. cucked. Although we don't know if he even was. Isn't it ambiguous? I mean, there's so many. I mean, the 19th century novel is just, as I said, a. That's true. It is a, just neurosis about getting cucked. It's a one large pantheon of cucks. Yeah. It's basically an instruction manual on how to get cucked, how to cuck. That's all the that's all they had going on back then, and actually, I actually, I sort of envy them. Really. Yeah, I mean, imagine you get a whole novel out of one instance of adultery. Now there'd be like two pages. That's a good point. Just in it terms would, of writing, yeah, there was a lot more it wouldn't, to play with. Mm, it now really it's like the cold things. open at the start of the novel. Now it's like, <laughs> <"Mama, laughs> fucked me. I did this. 
<laughs> but I like, I loved it. We were actually Polly. It's like, because now Lauren yeah. and I are Polly. Yeah, Andrew and Polly now. I said this to Lauren at Commonwealth just the other night. A yeah. sacred spot out at, out in, where is it? South Slope? Park, Park Slope. Slope. Park Slope, yeah. A rare excursion Fifth I and took to, uh, to BK, as they say. I said that we're Polly because now she pauses with other men. Mm-hmm. With impunity, I might add. As I was, admittedly, I was at the at the time getting um, extraordinarily wasted at, <laughs> at my new favorite spot, which I don't want to talk to you about too much because it's going to, I hope, feature an imminent episode of I Get My Shit Together. I thought you were going to say, I don't want to talk about it too much because otherwise it'll get overrun. Oh, that too. Actually, I don't even <laughs> want to bring it up. But it's like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's going to get overrun. It's a certain bar. Yeah, it's like, it's like that bar that Nicholas Brown from Succession goes to that everyone, get, that everyone tries to go to hook up with him. But it's just going to oh. be all these, all these Our Struggle fans queuing Who's up Nicholas outside. Brown? Oh, Nicholas Brown. It's called Nicholas Brown, yeah. Yeah. Which bar? Wait, only. is it Clando? No, I don't live in New York. <laughs> yeah, no, we're <laughs> we're forming. I have actually. Oh, you've seen him at Clando. Speaking of Nicholas Brown, oh no, ah, I put it into storage. I have a T-shirt with his face on somewhere. Oh, how you want to tell us about that? Uh, it was like my last gift that I got from uh, Warner Media when I left CNN. They gave oh, us them nice. for free. Oh yeah, you're you've changed uh, homes since. Since we last saw you at Globe and I have, as, is, as has Warner Media, which does no longer <laughs> exists. <laughs> a lot has changed. Yeah. Um, how is it? How is it working for a Canadian paper now? It's very nice. Yeah, They're very nice. I'm Globe on my mail. own that's for solid, most of the time. It's a solid yeah. space. Yeah, they're, they're quaintly for... Canadian sometimes. They, they yeah. I, I once wrote. Uh, I once described the U.S.-China relationship as the most important bilateral relationship in the world, and the editors mm-hmm. came back and said, "Can we change this to?" One of the most important <laughs> Don't kid yourselves. Come on. Yeah, yeah. We're making a lot of inroads into the Canadian community as of late. That's true. Yeah. We Canadian had, uh, letters. We had our very first Canadian. Guest. Oh, wait, no. Our uh, second Canadian guest on. Actually, our first Canadian um, woman guest on. Margaret Atwood yeah, is we had Margaret coming Atwood. on quite soon. Wait, for real? Um. No, <laughs> we are getting a Patreon, so anything is possible yeah. now, including. Yeah, once she knows we have a Patreon, <laughs> she'll be really. Mad. Yeah, Margaret. I, mean, I, was, has... yeah. Yeah. I was impressed you had Will cell phone. I, you know, even. Oh yeah, even Margaret Atwood would still be a hell of a. Girl. A million, a million years. I think that's more impressive to someone who grew up in the UK, though, than to. Oh okay. Because none of the was... Americans like have heard of him, basically. Oh, William. But if you grew up in the UK, you're like, yeah. You're like I've seen him on a, a dozen. I've seen him on TV. I've seen him exactly. You say I've seen him on TV. I've seen him on the telly. Why are they always on TV? I've seen him on loads of panel shows. Yeah, because ninety percent of British TV is panel shows. I've seen him on shooting stars. Yeah, if you have like the vaguest amount of celebrity in the UK and you're somewhat witty, you'll just spend your life on panel shows. Is that to say that if we were in the UK, we could be on a panel? We should be on Question Time. We could absolutely be on. Not on Question Time. Question Time is the political one. Why the fuck? Okay, well, why not? (laughs) So that's like the only one that isn't solely staffed by comedians. Oh, okay. Fuck. Well, I would still like to be on Question Time. Maybe we can do a tour of the UK. What are the other? What are the other panel panel shows we should try to be on? There's Have I Got News For You, there's Mock okay. the Week, okay. 8 Out of 10 Cats, all of which are basically the same show. 
Awesome. Um, there's probably not probably many more that I, I haven't watched British TV in a long time. So, is there like a space? Do you think in the UK for like the equivalent of Dashan, like a American doing like American blackface? Dasha. Yeah, like a doing blackface as a British person, a minstrel, a minstrel American. <laughs> for for uh, the listener and for Drew, Dashan is a famous uh, white guy, Canadian, I think, right? He is Canadian, yeah. Yeah, who uh, somehow ended up in China in like the late '80s and learned really good Chinese and is this day a huge celebrity in china for basically being a trained monkey and speaking chinese on chinese mm. television and i mean the americans understand this they have one they have a british version of that um, who's british Dashan? on late night tv um whose name is actually escaping me now so oh james corden james corden yeah james yes, corden he is, is kind is of like Brit- like, Ameri- like Dashan, yeah he yeah. is he's like a lovable little brit um i met Dashan at a panel in Beijing. Wait, I was on is the a monkey? panel. Da- a Dashan monkey? is a man. He's not actually a monkey. Oh, yeah. because I thought I've seen clips yeah. of Japanese TV where they actually do have monkeys. <laughs> no, they have monkeys doing quite intricate acts. Right. Um, okay. They'll be painting and they're going to the zoo. There was a toe headed tyke. <laughs> we're leading a toe headed tyke to the Coney Island. I can see how the Japanese would be into that, actually. No, I'm serious. They I mean, no one loves toe-headed tykes more than East Asians. Like, There's some intelligent yeah. monkeys. Maybe monkeys are toe-headed tykes in a, in a manner of speaking. Oh, my God. I feel nasty just saying toe-headed tyke. Wow. Um, That's what I mean. You have think, a lot I think of before, when you're nasty. editing, can you... I'm going to put an edit note. Please Google <laughs> toe-headed tykes in case you need to bleep. Turns out you do need to bleep that every time we said it. Okay, okay. That's what will finally sink us. Yeah. It's just all those T sounds. And that, yeah, and also some well, resonance with there's some, a certain affinity. Yeah, some with a word we're allowed to say. Well, a word we are allowed to say, yes, and then another word so. that maybe people sometimes imagine I am, but am in fact not. Uh, especially in oh. college when I had short hair. <laughs> that was a good iteration of Lauren. <laughs> um, that was a good iteration of Lauren. I don't know if that'll come back. Maybe. Who knows what New York will do to me? Ancient days. Who but knows anyway, I talked to Dashan and he was very, very nice. And he said, mm. because it was a, I was on a panel about Chinese hip hop. He said, yeah, I want to start um, rapping. And I was like, you should, <laughs> Dashan, get into it. Yeah. Um, he, is a very, he is a very nice dude. Very nice man. Yeah. yeah. He's still in China as far as I know. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think he gets so much TV anymore because they want you to be rabidly nationalistic if you go right. on Chinese TV and stuff and he's too nice to yeah. sell himself out like that. Maybe you should go back to Canada. I had a I had a horrible moment in I was in Chinese class this week actually where I discovered that like some of my slang is woefully out of date. Like oh I said my God. Some, I said something and my teacher was like that's something people would say 10 years ago. Oh <gasps> wait which <laughs> slang was it? You know when you, you know when someone compliments you and you go nali nali. Yeah 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 that's, oh, that's super that old date. that's yeah. super old fashion now yeah yeah because yeah. Uh, yeah, nice. it wasn't like part of the lesson she just said oh that was very good yeah. like, oh, no, no, no. Like, oh, that's like yeah. that's what you say when someone says your chinese is almost as good as dashan's yeah exactly. <laughs> which is something of course you hear all the time in china nali 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 nali, nali, nali. yeah well, um, but it's basically um, like saying you're fresh teach yeah like or something like that's neat that's neat yeah, yeah. But, you know, there's something nice about antiquated slang. 
but yeah, I we'd like to be the Dashan American Dashans in or the American James Cordons in England and be on panel shows. We would love that. In a kind of literary niche market? Just no, just anything. I'll expand. I'll talk. I don't know. I'll learn Everybody, the gossip about all the footballers. I, don't care. I have a pretty limited, money. I have a very limited repertoire of subjects here. <sighs> getting more and more limited by the day. Yeah. Getting more and it's more fine. limited in terms of things you show it. up to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a limited man, you know, you I are limited, my limitations. Man. Um, but that's that's great man that's great um what are you still you're still in hk i am still in hk nice i mean i don't know. cannot leave hk because you'll have to quarantine for five weeks when you go back in yeah it's only a week now but it was oh, okay. three, three weeks until very recently okay well i'm glad you got to make it to wales during that um or wait no yeah, when last you went- september no, last September I did. I did go. Yeah. I went and so, did you have to quarantine time. for three weeks when you came back yeah, to HK? That sucks. In your house or in a central quarantine? Facility? In a hotel that I had to pay for. Oh, oh that sucks. The, the hotel quarantine it doubles the cost of the whole trip. Oh my so, god. Yeah. Well, you know what made it worth it is that. It's like, like a picture of the struggle T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, that made it all worth it. Um. It'd be a dream to stay in a hotel for three weeks, though. No, that wouldn't. Not on your own it time. really wouldn't. Really you could do like the first. The first week is good. The first really? week is actually like not good, but you know, the first week is is perfectly enjoyable because you like decompress from your holiday and you just kind of sit around and you read and you watch TV. Second mm-hmm. week, uh, and then the third week, I started to like all my sleep got fucked up. I think because I didn't have enough vitamin D, mm-hmm. and I was all like getting weirdly depressed. And yeah, it wasn't fun. That's terrible. That's hey, so it's, it could be awful. worse. Could be in could be in Shanghai. So. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Prayers up for all the homies in Shanghai. Um. All right. Well, this was the semi-regular our struggle segment about Chinese politics and you know the olden country, as the I call country. it, the yeah. oldest country, the Wales? oldest country. <laughs> Aside from Wales, of course. Yeah. China and Wales. The two yeah. oldest countries. Yeah, Wales, 5,000 years of history. They have the oldest storytelling tradition in the West. Maybe. The Welsh? I don't know. I think I read that in a short story once. Hmm. So I was just putting it out there to show some hospitality to our guests. <laughs> <laughs> It is one of those things you you hear often, like oh, it's the oldest, uh, it's the oldest language, oldest European language, and then you right. you look that up and you find out that like nearly every European language says it's the oldest European language. Right. <laughs> is Welsh a um? I just say this because I've listened to like three episodes of the History of English Language podcast. As much as I hate admitting that I learned stuff from podcasts, is it um Germanic or is it totally no, different? It's no, it's, like- it's Celtic. Okay. It's Celtic and then Brythonic. Okay. So it just has so no it, so it's not Indo is it Indo European? No, it is Indo European. Yeah, it is, is Indo European okay. breaks. Uh no, what happened to James? No, James. Oh no. Oh no. 
What happened to our homie? Oh, you're back. Oh, sorry, you're back. I'm back. Sorry, yeah. Um, why that was unstable? Because I'm on my I'm on my phone connection. Anyway, yeah, it's 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 like a cousin, the distant cousin of Germanic languages, mm-hmm. the same as Latin languages. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, I guess he'll tell me that in later episodes of the History of the English Language podcast, which is like 200 episodes long now. Damn, I could get into that. It's sick. It's really sick. I like forget who's, everything he tells me the second it's over, but who's you know, he, who's the host? It's just this one guy. Um, the history of the English named language. like Kevin something. It's like the Fall of Civilizations podcast, which is fascinating <laughs> and like hours long episodes that I that I am deeply interested in when I'm listening to them and then forget everything that I learned. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This is why really there's no point in trying to learn stuff from podcasts. This is why we don't pretend to teach anybody anything. It's a completely frictionless medium. Nothing sticks. Yes. Nothing sticks. That's right. Speaking of which, nothing sticks. I mean, the listener Lauren is holding up a chunky book. Stays. A chunky book, also known as. I have my chunky book over here. I haven't cracked this struggle. one in some time, friends. I know. Oh, by the way, this is one of those episodes where we actually are nominally talking about Canals Guard. Although um, I'm we're actually some getting scout. back to the book, you might <laughs> trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> Con- or sorry, content warning. I always lean on that word nominal pretty hard when people ask me. So, what's your podcast about? I know. And by the way, no one should ever ask me that again. It makes me want to melt into a puddle and die whenever anyone at a bar asks me what my podcast is about. All right. Oh, actually, you can't help that. But people who are my friends should stop t- introducing me as having a podcast <laughs> because I it's mean, very embarrassing. It'd be embarrassing even if it was an easy podcast to describe. That's true. That's a good point. So just introduce me as a babysitter. It's fine. Uh, I, en- I enjoy the... <laughs> introduce uh, me as baby. I enjoy as the baby. nebulous nominal description. Hmm. I mean that's my kind of my job. That's like my job on the on the podcast team, such as it such as it was. I describe, you know, I'm out in the, I'm out in the bars, uh, narrating, giving a You're little guerrilla marketing. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm a I'm a guerrilla of the marketing. I'm the I'm the Japanese monkey, uh, <laughs> drinking and telling everybody what our pod is not about oh yeah i guess you are putting in the work it's good work yeah i'm doing the work as they say you are doing the work except i'm doing the work so well i don't even show up to the recording (laughs) sessions any longer (laughs) (laughs) all right let's dig in lt what are we doing today jg You probably read more than either of us did. I just looked at the page numbers, but I basically well, memorized this section. So. Well, yeah. Well, uh, well I didn't. I didn't reread this because Lauren sent me the pages overnight uh, my time. Oh um, right. Okay. Awesome. I, so we're all just kind of. We're all going. I have raw. read it. I have read it once before. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So we're all raw kind of just raw dogging. It. We're doing a raw dog yeah. rhythm time. Raw dog rhythm time, baby. That's the way to do it. Um, when the instructor is looking as good as she is. Yeah, I think that was implied that Knausgaard would like to raw dog the instructor. I mean, my dude's popping a little boner and 
Do you think he was? Is that also implied that he was a wreck during rhythm time? I don't see his. I don't see him being that reactive. Yeah. I don't know. We have the existential horror probably stopped. Right. We could definitively say that there was an episode of Tumescence, but it was perhaps. Well, right in listener, if you think if you've seen something that suggests he did in fact have an erection during rhythm time, let us know because it's a very funny image. That would sort of be a whole different movie, wouldn't it? Yeah. No, here's the thing is that's like a Philip Roth thing. Exactly. Like that's a that's a Jewish, Jewish thing right? is to get it's horny Jewish. enough to have an erection during rhythm time. But Scandinavian is to get horny and at this but for that to immediately be paired with existential anguish. Only a Jew pops a boner while their toe headed tyke is at rhythm time. <laughs> Jews don't have toe headed tykes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a fair point. A fair unless point. something wonky. But happened. there's a lot of miscegenation going on. Yeah, there days. is a lot of miscegenation. Um, there is a lot of miscegenation these days. These <laughs> days. Is that what the song "These Days" by Nico is about? As yeah. it's it's uniquely melancholic. Yeah, term. she's not like even that mad about it. She's just melancholic. This is walking <laughs> down the street, noticing. I mean, she is German, right? B-side where she just <laughs> reads the Mississippi Constitution and says, oh, "We need to get back to this." She's a very pure Aryan, you know. It would she, is. Up. she is. She is. She is German, right? She's a Teuton. The Chantus. Um. And a news noticing the floozy a shantuzi and a floozy <laughs> i don't i, don't I love know. a german yeah. floozy yeah i think she's a frau line all her life a frau line oh did you try again <laughs> wait whose computer That's is you that just, you was just it, invoked, that was you drew you invoked the ghost in my machine you invoked the, the when i said it was because i said frau line i don't know you have a <laughs> Did you oh, turn Siri into a German? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking the Deutsch. You like you like Siri to tell you everything in German been true. <laughs> invokes a lot of racial memories for you. Been instructed <laughs> yeah. in that language. It invokes some racial trauma. Yeah. These days. These days. <laughs> they don't <laughs> even let you say the word. <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna be able to listen to that song again. Oh, Why well, should say in the be same able way? To say it, <laughs> and we cannot. I can't wait to play that on guitar. And... We're gonna have to do. Yeah. We're gonna have to do a cover of it for we're the outro. An Ill- an ill-advised new version these days maybe we can find us a sort of a Teutonic looking Chantuse to yeah. help us out at our live show June 2nd oh yeah yeah I was about to say buy tickets to our live show but you can't do that right now you can still buy a ticket but pencil pencil just it in pencil find me in. in person and I'll sort you out yeah or just Venmo <laughs> just Venmo me any amount of money you know or just buy a lot of drinks at the show that's the main. That's yeah, because we're we're gonna be in the hole need. if you don't buy drinks. So please <laughs> buy drinks with the joke. We're gonna, we're gonna be drunk in a drunken gutter hole unless yeah. you are devoted listeners. 
come to New York City and get plastered. That's actually a good like um, sitcom setup is we're trying to make up, we're trying to get out of the hole and we're like, we either have to straight up pay them like 900 bucks or we drink our way through 900 bucks. <laughs> and so we just have to do it ourselves because we're so Jewish. We're like, well, if I'm going to have to pay $900, I might as well. Let me just put, it. it sounds horrid, but also like something I'd probably do anyway. <laughs> it's really something you'd do. <laughs> just post up at KGB and get absolutely wasted for like four but, days. Uh, June 2nd, pen- pencil it in. If you're one of those newfangled people who uses Google Calendar, go into your Google Calendar. Go into your Google Calendar, as I like to call it. I don't know why it's only fun. The more deranged a fan you are, the more we want you there. Um, don't don't say that. No. <laughs> I mean, Come and ask no. Lauren about all of her activities. <laughs> Lauren is is going to be very receptive and open that mm. uh, that night. Yeah. Be... Mm-hmm. Well, is, I'll this say is your tr- opportunity. Shoot your shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this about that. At least there will be no one introducing me on that occasion as, oh, this is my friend with a podcast. At least there's that. At my own show, hopefully no one will. Actually, I'm going to get on stage before you and say, and by the way, this is my buddy. She's got a podcast. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, James, are you going to come? You're going to come out to uh, New York for the show, right? Right. Go back into you, but it's only week yeah. long quarantine now, it's right? Only quarantine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, week-long quarantine, there's only like one flight a week to the U.S. at the, at the moment. And the chance it's you like get stuck there is very high. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. All for the Air Struggle live show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where is it? It's at a, it yet it's at a so-called bar. No, it is It is. It is determined. That's why we know it's how determined. much we're in the hole if no one buys drinks. <laughs> it's um, penciled in. It's penciled in. It's live. It's at a place called KGB Bar and I guess Lower East Side. Oh, I've been to KGB. You have? It's the that's the commie themed bar, right? Are they con- I mean they must be, right? If it's called KGB Bar. I didn't really I sense think, well, the theme I've definitely when I was been there. to I've definitely been to a bar in New York that's very Russian communist <clears throat> themed. All right, nice. There was a bar like that in a sort of ironic commie bar in Cambridge called People's Republic. Hmm. Which um, closed late recently, but it's no KGB. Although I've only actually been to KGB, I think twice. Anyway, that's where our show will be. I guess on the third floor. Is that where they always have the? He's in the red room. Was that room? Was that place the one time I was there? Was that? I think I imagine it was the same place. Okay. We hope. Maybe we. I'm very well could have miffed it. Um, we'll see. You know, I like the idea of a red room, obviously. It sounds Lynchian, so. Yeah, we'll be Lynchian. I will. We'll be talking backwards. We'll be podcasting. Mm. You're going to hire a <laughs> seven-foot guy to stand in the background. Yeah, as well as a dwarf. and A billowing curtain? We... hmm That's right. I love a little ghostly curtain. Mm. Um, and... So that's what's to look forward to at the show. Um, James Griffiths will be there fresh from HK <laughs> uh, a lot of other friends from the pod will be there some from places closer than Hong Kong mm. maybe um, places like New York or Brooklyn Drew's going to uh, play the X-rated cover of uh, Nico's these days <laughs> I'm definitely going to get I'm really gonna do we are going to say slurs we are going to say slurs mm. at that show. Just it's gonna... we're not going to <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm still the teacher. I'll have you remember. Lauren. We need to figure out if we're going to record that show because that will impact what we. Say. I, that feels like a technical disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, let's not let's not record it. I think we should just revel in the in the ephemeral quality of the exactly, and then that'll make people want to buy a ticket more because they're like, you know, it's precious. It's exclusive. One night only. One night only. Um. Or also, you record it and you just put it on Patreon for the hogs. Right. Ooh, now we're talking. See, we're not very, we don't have that acumen. Yeah, that's why we need your Welsh business acumen. Is it, yeah, the famous mercantile. Yeah. No, aren't the Scots? Yeah. Aren't of, the Scots of the, like of the, the two uh, racial racial <laughs> groups on this, pro- on this program, the Welsh are the fam- ones that are famously good at business. Wait, aren't the Scots supposed to be like the Jews of the, of, the British Isles. Yeah, they're like skinflint traders. Yeah, skinflint. Yeah, yeah, skinflints. Yeah. I remember word. I remember that was actually I had more of an impression of Scots as as flinty than as skinflinty than Jews when I was a kid because I read all my dad's Donald Duck comics. And in that, Uncle Scrooge had a cousin who was even more of a uh skinflint than he was, more of a miser than he was named uh Flintheart Glomgold or something like that. <laughs> But in retrospect, I think he was maybe Jewish because he was called like Glomgold, you know, so he's coded he was Scottish Jewish. and Jewish. I, I don't know. I maybe I maybe yeah. Muriel Spark was a Scotch Jew. Was she? Yeah. Yeah. But he was also a practicing Catholic. I think. Oh, she she was. I was reading about that. She was the OG like neo trad, like um dime square girl who gets into catholicism yeah read her first book um yeah the comforters it's she's also going mad on 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 amphetamines so yes, it's, amazing it's, yeah perfect she invented it she invented it's, it it's muriel muriel did it better okay anything you see now is a pale palette imitation yes of muriel her prose Spark. yes and her prose is fucking uh what is it fiercely composed and devoutly starved devoutly okay? starved she was devoutly starved before any of you bitches so <laughs> Um, Dame's like Take- no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I love a devoutly starved. Girl. I love a devoutly starved girl. So some of our some of our closest friends of the pod. Um, okay, let's move on from that and get I back into this that. text. Okay, let's get back into the text. Um, James, you said rhythm time made you want to have a vasectomy. Have you had one yet? No. <laughs> and are you going to get one? Not at this moment. <laughs> My mother, my mother did recently uh, confront me about our lack of children. Oh, really? Yeah. Which, which she'd forgotten that she she drunkenly confronted me about it on her <laughs> birthday, and we had a long conversation, uh, which which then became apparent on a recent Zoom call that she had completely forgotten, and so we had nice. it again. Yeah. Nice. Was that the what was the gist? Were you just like not gonna? Have- uh, you should have children. That it, the the people's people who don't have children, their lives are empty, and mm-hmm. they will be sad, and you'll be depressed for the rest of your life if you don't have nice. children. Nice. Yeah, it was a really mm-hmm. positive conversation. And what did you say to that? I said that you know I feel like if the answer isn't if the answer to the question is do you want children if it isn't yes then it's no. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't you shouldn't half ass it. But you've not I'm... yet had the procedure done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Well, it's not a definitive no. But do you, yeah. if you get the vasectomy, do you still coon? Just do you ejac? Does you like you ejac something? Is there exit? Is there? A yeah, because there's uh, 
it's the difference between a uh, uh what is it seminal fluid and semen right there's both oh we got an expert over here you got a James Griffiths MD. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are you gonna say anyway? Um. Well. But yeah, rhythm time. Rhythm time is is absolutely my. Uh, I very much empathize with with the Karlova, that it's it's the kind of terrifying, overly involved parenting that always puts me off the idea of having children. Oh, so your mom should your mom should actually email Kanausgard angrily and be like, "You convinced <laughs> well, no, because Kanausgard has so many children." Like, like that's I mean, true. Yeah, that's I, a good point. I don't yeah. think you can accuse him of propagandizing for non-parenthood. Well, I mean, ultimately, his stance on parenthood is very mixed message because he does nothing but bitch about it. But then yeah. he's like keeps having kids. So, what do, what do you really feel, Karluva? Um. But he just wants to be like a 19th century parent where he just exactly pro- yeah. propagates without having to do anything. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, is he, this is a moment of sort of shame and awkwardness for him. One of many in these passages, perhaps. Yeah. But at the same time, isn't he kind of bragging here too a bit? He's sort of announcing his advanced, intimate role in the, ch- the child's life. I don't know if he is or if he's being forced into it by his wife and then right because it's not I like mean, he volunteers right he has to, or i don't know i mean I, even while he's there again he's thinking in sort of a meta horny way about the instructor i mean he uses it as a way to feel superior to all the other all the other parents there and definitely the other fathers you think his horniness makes him feel superior? But like he's too good for rhythm time, right? Because oh, that's it. true. He is yeah, too yeah. good for rhythm time. Well, yeah. Let's just start with the thing I chose because it's just him railing against like uh, there was no option but to close the book, lift her up, get out the spoon, what page is this? food. This is seventy three. Ooh, wow. We're we really haven't. Made we've really, progress. yeah. We've Damn. We are slouching towards fucking leaps, death land, leaps yeah. and bounds, baby. Holy shit! Um, <laughs> uh, fetch a high chair. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, because Stockholm was inundated with babies at that time. There was a baby boom, and since there were so many women in their thirties among the mothers who had worked and led their own lives until then, glamorous magazines for mothers began to appear with children as a sort of accessory. And one celebrity after another allowed herself to be photographed with and interviewed about her family. What had previously taken place in private was now pumped into the public arena. Everywhere you could read about labor pain, cesarean and breastfeeding, baby clothes, strollers and holiday tips for parents with small children published in books written by house husbands or bitter mothers who felt cheated as they collapsed with exhaustion from working and having children. I want to go back to the pumped, was pumped into the public arena. Is he, is that, is he being playful with the language there? Because I don't think of him as doing that ever. You're talking like a sexual thing? No, like a breast pump. Yeah, I I, I thought like breast pump. Yeah. But also it's... That's something like, that's not, yeah. Could be a double entendre for pumped as in squish, squish. Pumping milk. I just want to know if there's any double meaning there because I just don't think of him as writing with that kind of flair. No, actually any... 
and he it's style and the language and he, all, yeah that's but, too much style in, for him in, in yeah. accident of translation <laughs> yeah exactly i was like this must be a translation thing any any like fabric or texture to the words is like this isn't a philip roth over here come on um <laughs> no boners is, no style yeah no first first of all he's well, not there are popping boners, a boner not, rhythm time not a rhythm time <laughs> style. um uh everywhere uh, once what had once been normal topics you didn't talk about much, namely children, were now placed at the forefront of existence and cultivated with a frenzy that ought to make everyone raise their eyebrows. For what could be the meaning of this? In the midst of this lunacy, there was me trundling my child around like one of the many fathers who had evidently put fatherhood before all else. When I was in the cafe feeding Vanya, there was always at least one other father there, usually of my age, that is, in his mid-30s, who had a shaved head to hide hair loss. <laughs> you hardly ever saw a bald patch or a high forehead any longer and the sight of these fathers always made me feel a little uncomfortable i found it hard to take the feminized aspect of their actions even though i did exactly the same and was as feminized as they were okay first of all the guy with the shaved head how are we sure he's not just a nazi skin he's a skinhead Stockholm, right? they have a lot of those in scandinavia skinhead dads what if no? Maybe it was just some other person's kid, and it was just a skinhead hanging out in the cafe. Have we thought about that? He just sees the shaved head, and he's like, "Oh, must be a father." But he is right. There is like a whole generation of men that do not permit themselves to go bald gradually. That it's like once you start to recede, you just shave it all off. Because mm-hmm. mm. like my my uncles and grandfather were always like sparsely haired. Yeah, but always like maintained some kind of hair, and then but like if I think about anyone I know my age who is balding, they've all just got shaved heads. This is interesting. This is very interesting. I want to go into this? I had not. I hadn't really thought about this, but I live. And in most of them very... have shaved heads and beards as well. Like you grow right. a beard to to compensate for your right, lack of hair on top. Compensate for your shaved head. This yeah. is. I know there's a lot of dads who listen to the show, so please. I'm actually really curious about this. What is your hair loss journey? <laughs> Tell us. Tell Lauren at the live show. At the, yeah, come up to me and tell me about your hair loss journey. Show us your gleaming bald pate. pate. No, but this yeah. is this yeah. is fascinating because I live in a part of Brooklyn that's like famously um, breed, you know, breedery. Um, and the dads, yeah, it's not like any you of them singing, are you're singing, you're singing Nico when you're walking around. Look yeah, and I'm always. <laughs> Jeez, days. <laughs> These dads. A lot of half Chinese babies. <laughs> All these bald dudes with beards and a yeah, ambiguously. There are a lot of ambiguously raised children in this part of Brooklyn. Not that there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, these days. <laughs> these days. <laughs> these are rough days. These are really rough days. We can't even get past it. I feel like they're wearing hats Mildly a lot of the time. I feel like they're wearing like oh, well, that's yeah, that's hats. another classic bold yeah. guy thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I've actually encountered a strange feature of the hair loss. I don't want to say it's a journey because I don't think I'm on a hair loss journey. Yeah, or entirely. But now, yeah. I have had recession. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have had a little bit, yeah. I've experienced recession, and now when I go to the barber, and I only go to the one barber in. Harvard Square, La Flamme, every six weeks uh, when I head up to, when I ship up to Boston. Mm-hmm. And now they used to slick my hair back at the end. 
Mm-hmm. But now and and cut it and cut the Catholic front of it deeper. But now temple. I notice they don't do that. They leave it there, and they don't slick it back. And they, and I think it's because they think I'm trying to obscure or obfuscate the recession. But then it seems like actually, then the act of compensation draws all the more attention to it, or or still worse, makes it look as though I'm anxious or self conscious about it. When in fact, I'm fine about it. I welcome it. I welcome a little signs of august recession such as it is that's really brave of you yeah it is brave of me and i haven't gotten any credit for it in (laughs) fact i almost wish now that they would people would notice my recession well that's what i mean you can be the first if you do start to bald properly you can be the first guy to you know go gracefully bald i don't i think no i don't think i'd go i don't think i'd go gently into that one uh you shave it off no i just couldn't abide baldness i'd probably you know now in the subway they have all these elixirs and uh, i don't know what (laughs) you would be very vulnerable to those ads (laughs) potions you could subscribe to along with you they do they get you that's all the subway is they should just make one pill because right now you got to subscribe to blue chew and (laughs) and what's the one for the hair it's called keeps keeps Keeps. i think i think keeps is for black people Oh, keeps like, for these for, for anybody. <laughs> but then why are all the people in the ads black? Is that just they're trying to I mean, make well, it no. clear? Well, no. That... Advertising is actually a bit these days as well. Everybody's like ambiguous in the advertisements now. But I feel Even... like they're saying keep your curls, keep your coils. I feel like it's a oh. specific type of hair loss for black people. Well, a, a, a semite can have coils. That's true. Yeah, it could be for black people and Jewish. So what's to say? I mean, I, I don't really have um, coils. But anyway, well, this I is something to look into. Why not unite, if not the pill itself, then at least the service. Right. So you That's get actually a mon- very good point. You get yeah. your monthly chew, keeps. <laughs> uh, be popping new hairs and new burners all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and then, that is a and very then, good point. Yeah. Then you might not feel so feminized, even if your wife does yeah. force you to go to rhythm time, because you'll be hard as a rock and have a... <laughs> you'll sort of retain your coils. <laughs> like I'm going to rhythm time, but on one condition, you let me pop it's like the blue railing, railing blue chew on the way to rhythm time. Like, oh, the instructor, <laughs> she's, got a, she's wearing yoga pants. She's got a great ass. Yeah. You should see it. So you're talking to your toe-headed tyke. Like, <laughs> okay, daddy's gonna take his elixir now. Dude, Canal's guards tykes are so toe-headed. I've seen. Have you seen pictures of Vanya? She's go- absolutely no. gorgeous, of course, because that doesn't sound legal. Pictures yeah. of Vanya. She must be quite Instagram. old now, right? Yeah, yeah, no, she's in like college age. She's like, oh, it's wow. actually bizarre. Yeah. She's gorgeous, yeah, and she has like, like blonde they, hair, white blonde. It's an hair. odd effect, but I feel like these children should just—they're always going to be this age. It's like they're characters mm-hmm. in a novel; they can't yeah. grow. They're not growing. I'm not growing. They have to stay the same. Also, it's weird because then, what, what, when does that mean? This is when is this scene? It's, oh, that's a conf- yeah. I mean, the time this is feels like three. Because it could be contemporary, and that's quite cons- disturbing that it feels like it could be contemporary almost that's 20 years point. ago. No, it's not 20. So Vanya's born in 2003, and <clears> it <throat> seems like two or three in this. So it's probably like so it's mid-aughts. But that, okay, so it's almost yeah. 17 years ago. Yeah. But, you know, in a novel, it's just, well, I guess it's not a novel. Who knows what it is? Yeah. It's always the present. No, that's not quite so true. So true. Well, let's get back to the hair loss. James, what's your hair loss journey? What's your plan? I mean, I also have slightly higher temples. 
Yeah, it's but receding, but it's it seems to be. Hi, Temple Boys, checking I, in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't have hair loss on top. Yeah, it looks good. My dad has oh. all of his hair, but then my mom's family doesn't. So we'll see. I think it's when the crown is afflicted that that's when yeah. you know you're truly fucked. Exactly. Also, it's kind it, of cool it, of Kanausgard to make this comment because he has a gorgeous, a gorgeous head of hair. Yeah, he's yeah. He's really he's just like kicking people here. while they're down. Yeah, he's being very smug. He's, he's what, 50? The... He's in his early 50s now and he has beautiful, beautiful hair. He's kicking the gleaming pates left and right. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like using their bald heads as bowling balls. But this is such an this is something I'd literally never thought about before. How it's like an a new thing for men to when they start balding to shave their hair. Mm. So like in olden days, you're saying like even if men like balded in the pattern of like they look like uh you know like a monk with like the hair all a tonsured around. a tonsured monk and it's yeah called tonsured that's what it's yeah, called. I'm just tonsured. thinking of like older men in my family. Yeah, they so just, they would keep yeah. that. They would keep yeah, that. they just had like strands of hair and they would gradually have less and less. Yeah. Would they do the comb over situation? Kind of, but not in a not in a like trying to conceal it way. Just right. in a, you know, you need you tidy it off to one side. Right. Yeah. I'm like, and I guess they the would also think it yeah. was like I don't know if they would think it was un, like not classy to shave your head. I don't know. Well, be especially in the context of Europe, you're automatically like that's a not a not. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, I suppose that, something to yeah. think about. The people we know were around that age. Trying to I mean, my father has been bald my entire life, so. Um, just, bald with patches of hair or completely No, bald? no, he just shaved. Well, actually, no. Yeah, he shaved he, it. I think when I was a kid, he did have like a Benedictine monk kind of style, but not like bangs, but like, mm. yeah. But like, yeah, I was just looking at his wedding photos and he ha- he does, he didn't have a closely shaved head then. But since I was a little kid, he's been like a golf ball, basically. I mean, he just shaves it all. Yeah. He has a goatee and he shaved head. That's his thing. Does it sparkle in the sun? I mean, I would say it gleams. Guys, it gleams. Yeah. How do they get it gleaming? Glabrous. How do they get Well, that? I think he has to put sunscreen on his head. I mean, dad, you can. I'm sure he'll listen to this. Let me know. <laughs> hey, dad. You, you have a parent on the podcast. <laughs> oh, we, he wants we were... to be on the show. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be on the show someday. We're getting into Dance to the Music of Time, so maybe we'll have. Yeah, we're taking that's a my dad's favorite book. Yeah, so we'll have him on to talk about. He can come on and talk ten... about Portugal. <laughs> of course, the homeland. Yeah, a ten year the, the, the Norway of Iberia. I always say. Mm. Oh, we're there planning are... to go to Portugal in in August. Yeah, on a holiday, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. What part? Do you know you can get Portuguese citizenship if you're a Portuguese Jew? I heard about this. I know someone yeah. who's done this. Abra- Roman Abramovich did it. Wait, if you're a Portuguese Lauren. Jew or just if you're a Jew? If you're if you if you if you're a Jew who can trace like it seems to be almost any lineage to put to Portugal. Yeah. You can get Portuguese citizenship today. Like yeah. because and it's and it's based on like the expulsion of Jews in like thirteen hundreds or something. Like an like insane. Yeah, so anyone ago. can get it. Yeah. Yeah. So so the chances of that that if you yeah. have Jewish blood in your family that you can find one person who's like yeah okay this is big news we oh no i already are... knew this because my i why my grandfather came over the process? why haven't you commenced my, the process? my uncle my uncle has already gotten it and my cousin's applying for it now. yeah yeah you should get a free citizenship Lauren, you gotta i could get, get it if I european citizenship to. is a good it's a good bat yeah. it's a huge boon for you well i mean now that my uncle and my cousin have it i guess that's a good president mm. 
Are you but, kidding me? Get in the Schengen zone? Oh, I do want exactly. to be in the Schengen zone. That's the place I want to be. <laughs> you want that Schengen access. But honestly, I don't want to be in any zone that would have me as a member. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, want to they, be, they tried their best be in not any to. International so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they tried for <laughs> thousands of years. That's true. Mm. I was prematurely expelled from the Schengen zone. Regrettably, yeah, yeah. we will add Lauren Tejera to the mm. zone. <laughs> Next, they're going to expel the podcasters. That's true. When is and Crystal then, Knock for podcasters? It's got to be soon. And, and then in thousands of years, you know, some like some country will say, well, I, if you were if your ancestor was expelled for being a podcaster, <laughs> you can now attain citizenship. Crystal Knock for podcasters is when Joe Rogan gets kicked off Spotify. That's true. Oh, that's shit. true. Actually, that will be Crystal Knock for podcasters. And unironically, that will be a dark day because I love Joe Rogan <laughs> and support him. 100%. Bald. Love that guy. Another bald, bald king. Bold. Another yeah. bald king. I think he's Although, a, he's definitely shaved. Yeah. There's also a yeah. but there's also a difference between like straight up bald and like the closely shaved, like this possible Nazi in the cafe. And I feel like the early like dads in like their late 30s, 40s will do the closely shaved. Like my dad's like straight up like bald. Like shiny. No, yeah. I always thought it'd be odd to shave your head with a straight razor. My dad does it all the time. Kind of... He just he'll just like read a book and like shave his head. Does that mean... Yeah. Does that mean he's just I just that? it's very loud. It's like it's and beautiful. then I know my dad. Oh, he's an electric. Yeah, he's an electric. Oh, I was imagining him with like a yeah, yeah with like a oh with like shaving it, cream, like a big razor, just like <laughs> reading yeah, a dance music of like time and just oh, you know what? I bet my dad has at some point in his life shaved his head while reading a dance music of time. Like, we should get a picture of him doing that just for some <laughs> pod. Oh, I'm sure he'll send me merch. one. Second this. <laughs> Shout out to my dad. Shout out to Rui. Shout out to all the mm. Portuguese dads in the in the audience. I don't know why Shout that reminded out. me, but talking of other other Knausgaard books, I saw I was in an anarchist bookstore the other day. The Hong Kong's one anarchist bookstore. I'm surprised Hong Kong even has one. It does. It has a very cool one. They're they're yeah. they're, they're very. Uh, Where is it? Up. It's in Sham Shui Po. Where is that? In uh, Kowloon. Kowloon. Okay. Um, it's like up a bit up in like the depths of some building in Sham Shui Po. Uh, but anyway, there Classic was the Hong one Kong. that he wrote about the scream. Oh yeah, he's really into munch painting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if and I almost bought it, but I was like, yeah, I'm never gonna read this. This will just <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna read like 300 pages about the scream. This is just gonna. Sit it was it. It was in English. Yeah, yeah, it's translated. I was thinking like in Chinese or in vernacular Cantonese or whatever it would be in. That would be even more. 300 pages long? It was it was fairly chunky. Like no, like you nowhere near my struggle chunky, but But it's not it's not it wasn't like a slim volume. Isn't that that's so much longer in so little space, right? Isn't that what it's called? Yes. Possibly, yeah. I think those are I think that's a volume of essays about monk. I don't think it's just the scream. Okay, but still still, I'm not gonna read fucking 300 pages about monk. Yeah. He bought a monk. Famously, not the scream, but he bought one. Um, the scream gets has been stolen like five times. Right? So many times, always yeah. getting stolen. Actually, Kenazgard himself stole the scream. <laughs> he, he perpetrated the theft. That happens in My Struggle Five. That's what people what do you tell mean? you. He talks oh, about really? stealing the scream. About why doing... did nobody spoil that one for me? Why didn't no one tell? Yeah, else. people are always like, "Oh, he fucks." He's talking about the shit. He fucks the fat yeah. girl. 
Yeah. At this point, we, really, we hardly need read these books. No. Actually, I actually I've wanna... never looked. Is there a summary of? Uh, <laughs> is there a summary of the books on Wikipedia? That was basically. Oh, <laughs> sure. Just... That would actually be a fascinating probably be as long as the books themselves. Like you'd start reading the Wikipedia. No, it would be so then... short because nothing actually happens. Well, in I the guess book. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if you if you actually book you one itemize that shit. It's but... book one is a teenager and dad dies, cleans up dad's house. Book two <sighs> meets <isn't>... wife, <laughs> has kid, complains about it. Book three is a boy. Yeah, I mean, it would be... <laughs> is a boy oh, takes whoa. a shit off a log. Would any of our lives really read like on Wikipedia? How sparse they would truly be. How I mean, that's true. Unless you're like Mao Zedong or like a cool guy like that, probably a cool guy like Mao. Pretty sparse, sparse Wikipedia page. Um, The worst are people who write their own Wikipedia page. You know, when you can you you can sense somebody crafted their own. Ooh. Like who? No, I just encountered some. Really? Actually, you, should, you guys should make. You guys should put uh, our struggle onto the onto Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia page. Yeah. It's we should be on Nascar that. We has should inspired at least the hit list. Yeah. Yeah, like podcast. cultural references. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we should be under that. At least just a sensation. Yeah. yeah. I was. I was, yeah, I think that's appropriate for us. Nobody to be knows what the Wikipedia. fuck it is. Yeah. yeah. Do, uh... Um. Anyway, so I got. Yeah, someone his Wikipedia. Someone add us to the Wikipedia page for Canals Card, please. Um. Lauren, get to the attractive woman. Okay, let's get to the attractive <laughs> woman. Uh, please get me to the attractive woman. An attractive young woman holding a guitar walked across the floor. She must have been about 25. She had long blonde hair, a coat reaching down to her knees, high black boots, and she stopped in front of me. I love his descriptions of women's clothes. They're always so generic. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so she was, was wearing, wearing uh, outer clothes and feet and shoe <laughs> exactly. coverings. Yeah. But he always I mean, insists on cataloging them, <laughs> always. Yeah. Well, at least he's not <laughs> confused by the concept of fashion. That's true. That's true. Of an outfit, yeah. right. Of an outfit. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> these, these bizarre women in their outfits. Yeah. I, I think he does believe this woman to be wearing an outfit, though. I think I feel like that's implicit. That, you, think this, you guys think this yeah. lady's wearing Actually, an outfit? Actually, though, also, also, in his defense, high black boots is a strange thing to be wearing, to be doing, like, a children's activity. That's true. Activity. Well, like, then I would want to know, like, what type of boots are they, right? Like, mm. are these, like, boots with, like, a oh. six-inch heel? Like, are they, like, engineer somehow... boots, equestrian boots? You know, there's so many ways you could take that. In my bedraggled memory, I pictured her as wearing yoga pants. I pictured... Well, yeah, I think, that the, would make sense. I think that's too yeah. contemporary. Yeah. Right. I moved it into my timeline. Also, like, what time of year is this? Like, is the coat reaching down to her knees in affectation, or is it just because that's the, the mm. temperature, it's Stockholm. right? Yeah. It's Stockholm. So really, his description of this woman is pretty useless. <laughs> it's useless. <laughs> All we know is she's about 25. 25 and blonde. And blonde, yeah. And attractive, which is the adjective and attractive. uses every single time. It's so awesome. It. It's so <laughs> it's awesome, like... yeah. This is a lame word too. Let's, let's literature, just sit. one adjective, and it's all you need. Attractive. Wait, let's go. Okay, let's see how many times he does it. An attractive young woman holding a guitar. Blah blah blah. 
And she says, hi, are you coming to the rhythm time class? Yes, I said, looking up at her. She really was attractive. Oh, and then, Christ. thank you, I said. Her smile was so attractive. Oh, my God. It's he, he doesn't even say brilliant or gleaming. The repetition no, is such a bland word. Yeah. He says it again, on, I think, on the next page, where he says, he says again, like, he describes her as the attractive woman or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's light motif, okay? That's sophisticated. Yeah. Oh, he does say she was wearing this is more about her Thomas mom. She was wearing a beige cashmere sweater. How does he know it's cashmere? Her breasts were well formed. Her waist was narrow. Her legs, one crossed over the other and swinging, were long and still clad in black boots. She didn't take the boots off. She was still wearing them. Yeah, I think I think this is a problem of us or certainly myself imagining this in a contemporary setting where she would have been in yoga gear and she would have danced with the children exactly. whereas i guess this is more like she what, sits what in me? a corner and plays music and is dressed kind of hiply and the children no, dance no, no, around so this, so this is a thing and i have my professional experience to contribute to this i actually was privy to a modern day rhythm time in the park the other day because you know i famously I'm a professional babysitter and I took my kid to the park. It was like sometime in the morning. And I think like basically every morning in Carroll Park, and admittedly this is a hotbed of, of breeding, there are rhythm times essentially every morning in Carroll Park because we watched this one rhythm time guy. It was a dude um, and he was singing to the kids. But then this Jamaican nanny was talking to me. She's like, that guy's no good. Like you got to go on Tuesdays to see Papa John Andrew or whatever. Uh, and she's like, she's like, Papa John Andrew is the bomb. And I was like, wow, okay. So there's this is a scene, you know. It's like it's like Greenwich Village in the sixties. All these rhythm times. And then what? Guys. The kids just kind of. Yeah, they it. like hand the kids a maraca. Like this is really yeah. young kids. Like almost some not even ambulatory, and they just like they shake it or they like pound a drum, and then the guy sings a song to them. And of course, my kid, my four year old, is like very sophisticated musically. Like his favorite song, it smells like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. And so he was very fucking unimpressed with his rhythm time guy because he did not have an electric guitar. Um, I was going to say, there should be like, probably has an electric guitar. Yeah. There should be like Bob Dylan rhythm time. I mean, it is. It's, this is. Hey, this is... <laughs> We're going to slide. He should. That's well, what Bob Dylan would be doing time. today. Late period Bob you, Dylan. I'm telling you, that's what he would be, be doing. doing if he was a young man in New York today. He would be doing rhythm time. Nothing. Toe-headed takes. <laughs> it's just Lied what we man. like. Shake <laughs> your hands in the air. <laughs> if your sister's attractive, <laughs> get who's in that, my Who's that nanny with you? Does she, does she host a podcast? <laughs> you know what we love. I have to say that rhythm. The rhythm time guy on the day we were there was like a younger guy probably around my age and he kind of just like gave me a look and i was just i'm sorry to say this i was so disgusted by him was he, was he dead behind the eyes well it was just like how much of a cup do you have to be you. like doing singing for babies dude i would i could get into that and when i when, when my when i eventually when i inevitably get fired and he was like pretty good looking guy he was like very skinny but he's he's not a bad looking guy but i was like i would never i would never so lauren monday you're gonna walk into this park and i'm gonna be there with my acoustic guitar (laughs) honestly 
you would be good at rhythm. You'd be a good rhythm time singer, better than this I, fucking guy. I bet I could get some hot mom action. Oh, you for sure. Oh no, and it's a thing. Like this is a old school thing because they had rhythm times in DC too. And my nanny friends would be like, "Oh, there's this one guy Mario we all love." Like it's like they're like the <laughs> okay. They're like the boyfriend of like. Now I know the goals the to get yeah back my shit together. Citizens, <laughs> Portuguese citizenship. <laughs> Rhythm time instructor in the meantime. I pick up a well. I'll get all these like woman. Brooklyn moms. Yeah. Watching me do late period Bob Dylan. <laughs> I took my blue chew. No, I took no, my blue chew. Really, really, it's kids. So you do the really, really late period Bob Dylan with the yeah, exactly. lyrics. And it's just. Yeah. And just like beguile these. Dude, the kids types. would like that. They would like. They just. It would beguile them. Yeah. They would be yeah. entranced. Yeah. Yeah, they're pre-verbal. Bob Dylan's post-verbal. So <laughs> yeah. It's it's perfect. <laughs> but it was. It Pre was meets like... post. <laughs> I wish I remembered what that guy. He was singing some song about like, and that's what the bagel does, or something like that. Actually, <laughs> I, I, I once remember being in a park such like this. This. And hearing a rhythm time type deal. Yeah. And I was truly entranced by the man's melody. I remember that it was yeah. this melody that I found so wonderful and, and unique. And I, I've never been able to hear it again. That's it was so a femi- beautiful. I remember being completely beguiled by this melody, bewitched and, and, and seduced. And I'll never hear that melody. I wish I could approximate it now. Maybe that was Papa John. Maybe that was Maybe Papa John was, Andrew. Because yeah. he is the bomb, according to this one thing I talked to. I remember thinking, he was like, Yeah, you can was... sign up for it online. Like, space is limited. I was like, Damn. You probably find out that this is like fucking Soul Cycle or something, and these people are making thousands and thousands of That's dollars. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, because there's so much demand for it. Like, and if it can entertain a small kid for an hour, like, that is worth a lot. A lot. Um, yeah, so I bet those rhythm time guys, this is how they support their music career, right? Right. Like, I'd be surprised if Destroyer didn't do rhythm time. <laughs> Dan Behard. Dan Behard didn't do rhythm time. He's like drinking like thir- three bottles yeah. of wine in the morning. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, in a state of crisis on the cloud. I don't know if that would work out as well for them. For the Actually, types. now I want to do like a long form feature about rhythm time musicians. Sure, well, you know, now that you got the Patreon yeah. going, it's, that's just the kind of thing that people would pay <laughs> good <laughs> money for. On the show. You've just got to have like an acoustic guitar, have um some like apps, like an African drum, mm. and like uh bass and like a tambourine. That's what you need. Why is there always a, there's up. always a dude with one of those drums in the park? Up. That is a thing that people have in parks. Um. Oh, there was also like the guy was doing this like dance with like some scarves, and I could tell that was really eating him up on the inside. <laughs> with scarves, I, and I felt even more disgusted by him when he was he was just doing like a little half-ass little thing with the scarves and like to get the kids to wave along. Um, I feel, I'm really hope that guy's not listening to this. Um, he's actually he's a really delicate balance of actually entertaining the children while still remaining a sexual being so that you can seduce the mothers and nannies mm. that's true that yeah. raises that's, a that's, that point. should be the story you should interview these guys about yeah that's the crux of the story so, yeah yeah exactly it's the dilemma how do you walk the line well i think you just like have to draw some lines like no i'm not going to do scarves um right 
but maybe like when you start out, you have to do the more humiliating stuff. Like when you start in the business and like, mm. because well, not everyone can be Papa John Andrews. So I bet like Papa John Andrews is like a fucking cool guy. And basically post-verbal Bob Dylan is what you're saying. What if you like lace in like winking, you know, innuendo and double entendre? Oh. Like, it's like a code, you know, on, on yeah. the surface there's a uh, melody for the kitties. Yeah. But within that, there's a lot of seductive or erotic language details. Behind everybody, with your hands in the air. What a fucking mother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the and kids maybe, don't know the difference. Yeah. These are like two-year-olds. They don't they don't know. Oh, they're horny yeah. for moms. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I, think Jack, I think no, I think I think Jack Nicholson did children's theater. Well, he was trying to break into this Hollywood. is like Sabbath's theater. This is basically conceived yeah. of Sabbath's theater by Philip Roth, by the way. I still need to read Sabbath. There's yeah, your literary yeah. reference for your article. You've got so much material for this article. You can sell it. Dude, now. this is going to be such a good article. <laughs> I'm going to pitch this to Willie, who is also a Brooklyn dad, but who does have a good uh, head of hair, I will say. Strong. Very strong head of hair. Head Shout of out hair. to Willie. Yeah. That was, I was in close proximity to that. Yeah, I was impressed that by that. Hair. Yeah. This is a friend of ours who's Regal. an editor at, who was on the show, who was an editor at NYT Mag and still yeah. has hair. Perfect. Yeah, but he does wear a hat. So I would say Willie. He's a hat guy. Yeah, but come on, you have hair. Don't don't hide under a bushel basket. Yeah. Show off don't your hide, hair, Willie. Don't hide your light. Because whenever I see a dad who's wearing a hat, I automatically assume no hair under there. That's what I assume. I also want to talk about the uh, adjective uh, for breasts, well-formed. Well-formed. Possibly Amazing. the one of the creepiest <laughs> ways to describe describe breasts. Mm. I think you're just lazy. Also, what constitutes well-formed? Exactly. Breasts? There's yeah. There's that's not a description. It it's just saying it's like good, right? <laughs> just like saying. It's not necessarily a universal standard, I suppose. I don't. I don't know. I mean. Yeah, there's no universe. So, like, how are we supposed to know? Is this a double double D's? Are these A's? What's going on? Well, I guess well, and also there's that kind of fit. implication of 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 like aging into them as well. That like oh, I see. Oh, right. You know, she formed well. At, it's, it's just oh. I don't know. There's something about it that's just fucking icky. About that. Like, like yeah. it would even less say... icky for him to say, "Oh, she had a nice pair of tits." <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, but he would never have that much style in his. It's not even <laughs> style. It's just it's how to say a nice honesty. pair of tits in the narration would be more style than mm. Nascar. Would you just say nice, good knocker? I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, knockers. Um, I'm not especially drawn to knockers, so I don't know the idiom. Yeah, we had this convo a few weeks ago, I remember. Did we? About if you're a tits man or an ass man. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I, said, I think I said neither nor. You said neither, yeah. Yeah. Do we know if Canalsgaard is a tits man or an ass man? That's I think he's definitely a tits man because he never yeah. mentions ass. A well-formed ass. Well-formed. I don't know. That's true. Behind. Yeah, I guess he doesn't. No, I feel like so he talks about Linda's ass at some point. But in this, look at this description that he goes, breasts, waist, legs. There's a gap. Well, he can't see her ass because she's facing him. So no, she's taken was... off the she's taken off the ja- the jacket. That's true. Okay, well, maybe he is a tits man. Unless, listen, if you're a Canalsgaard scholar, class Anderson, let us know your opinion on this. <laughs> Carl is a tits. I'm sure you have an opinion on this. Have him, have him back on. Oh yeah, no, and in class will give us a very like. He'll give us the, the DL. That's what we need a professor to 
We need a professor to to parse this important. We're bringing in a rigorous academic. Yep. To Um, talk about the free and direct style and tits. (laughs) We've got some new faces here today, she said. Perhaps you'd like to introduce yourselves? Monica, said one. Christina, said another. Lul, said a third. Lul? What the hell sort of name was that? (laughs) The room went quiet. The attractive young woman looked at me. The attractive young woman looked at me. Had a smile of encouragement. Carl Uva, I said somberly. (laughs) See that 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 section is wonderful, but it's also it's also slightly confusing because of the translation. It's like to me that's hilarious because Carl Uva is a far weirder name than Lul. But to him, but if you're a Norwegian reader. Does yeah. that joke still land? Like, is it supposed to be a joke? No, is I he... think Carl. I don't think it's supposed to be a joke. Carl Uva is a fairly common name. But yeah. is a joke here? Is this here? Is this like some but ridiculous? But Lul isn't because to me, I'm like Lul could be a. Swedish is he trying name. to say that? Is this like a name? Like that's some sort of like precious bourgeois name? Is that what? He's yeah, like is that? it being named like mm. river? Or I like think that's what I think that's the implication, but I'm not sky sure. Or something like that. But yeah, for a foreign reader, it's just they're all. Yeah, the same. it's just like they're all the fucking same. Yeah. Oh my also, god. Also, it's I mean, interesting. You have a uh, I obviously have a British translation compared to oh. you. Because but I think uh, the translator my, is British. Your your text is different because my, oh, really? my text says, Lul, what sort of bloody name was that? Oh really? Oh, wow. I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't realize there was a British Wait, English translation. I also noticed he said buggy in mine as well earlier rather than Oh, rather than stroller? Stroller, yeah. Oh. Wait, they're trying to what about Pram? It doesn't say pram, no, he says buggy. Yeah, pram would have been the most British, but yeah. Pram is a cool word. I like Pram. Pram mm-hmm. Stoker. It's using that song, um, A New England, you know, it's uh, Billy Bragg. Now they're pushing prams. Anyway. Let's start with our welcome song, she said, and struck <laughs> the first chord, which resounded as she was explaining that parents should say the name of their child when she nodded to them, and then everyone should sing the child's name. Right. This is truly it's humiliating. Hellish. So sick. So this sick. is like a hellish cult ritual, you know? I don't know. I think I do. This shows how plucky I am as the New Zealand would say, because I think this might be fun. I just like saying do, really... do it. Do it next time you have see, a gaggle of children. Maybe you just <laughs> surrendered to it. This is kind of like, you know, yeah. the guy who thinks he's too cool to to like dance. Yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah. Mm. Just Lighten surrender up. to just it. Enter the child's fantasy world. You're not. Yeah. And how do you think it makes surrender. Vanya feel when you refuse to sing her name? All submit. the other moms are singing their kids' names. He tells us to it's submit like, to form. Vanya. Submit to form. Submit to the form of rhythm, goes, rhythm time. Vanya. Vanya. Yeah, but he wait. Does he say if he sings it or not? She strummed uh, the same chord and everyone. No, he says we sang. I think he he talks yeah, about okay. his own deep voice. So yeah. Oh right, he says which I did too. But when the second verse started, I no longer had any excuse for sitting there in silence and had to start singing. My own deep voice sounded like an affliction in the choir of high pitched women's voices. Twelve times we sang hi to our friend before all all our children had been named and we could move on. Oh, so this is something like you're saying hi. It's like. And say hi to Vanya. Vanya. Hello, friend. Welcome to the. Yeah, I can just imagine that. You should do it. You should. Uh, you could market this as like a literary uh, rhythm time, which is based <laughs> on the hit Norwegian author Karlova Knausgard. 
Okay. You probably you be the next fucking Papa John, Papa John, <laughs> Doc Act Antilles or whatever. Papa John Antilles. Um, dude, fucking. If this Patreon doesn't work out, I do need some cash. And I'm in my imagination now being a rhythm time singer is like the most well-paid job in New York. So <laughs> I'm going to do that. Forehead, ears, nose. Oh, it's like this is the Norwegian version of or Swedish version. I see, of head, he- shoulders, knees, and head, toes. shoulders. Yeah. 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 It's good. We should have <laughs> hired some Norwegian kids to perform this. You know, I want to hear it. <laughs> I want this to be real. I want to touch it. I want to hear it. They were handed some rattle-like instruments. This is exactly at the one that I saw the other day. They were all handed maracas. Yeah. I bet that is a maraca and he doesn't know what to call it. Why do he like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but it was so funny because the kids were all kind of half-assed about it, especially the babies. They're just like... Well, they don't have the fucking muscles. To, yeah, they don't have the really muscles. They're just like limply. Like, no fine motor control. <laughs> like some of them were trying to like eat them. <laughs> so sick. I wasn't embarrassed. It wasn't embarrassing sitting there. It was humiliating and degrading. Everything was gentle and friendly and nice. All the movements were tiny. And I sat huddled on a cushion droning along with the mothers and children. A song to cap it all led by a woman I would have liked to bed. <laughs> there, he uses the verb bed. I know he used mm. the verb bed. That should be all the more reason for him to get. What into is it? it? Wait, what is it in the British thing? Is it shag? No, no, it's no, it's like to bed. It's the same. Okay. You don't hear that used as a. I guess you do. But sitting there, I was rendered completely harmless, without dignity, impotent. There was no difference between me and her, except that she was more attractive. Jesus. He's been a little and melodramatic. The whereby I had forfeited everything that was me, even my size, and that okay, voluntarily filled me with rage. What does he mean, even my size? Is it because he's sitting down? Yeah, <laughs> this, this is simply maudlin. It's, okay, it's, it's first the... of all, he would still look bigger when he's sitting down, right? And it's the this... creepiest dynamic that he's like, oh, I need to, I need to tower over this woman <laughs> in order for me to. <laughs> Like this motherfucker is so used to towering over people. He's like, he just resents here. sitting down. I need to tower over this attractive woman and her well-formed breasts. <laughs> Maybe if he actually get to throw himself into it, she might bed him. You think Instead so? He... If he just like been enthusiastic about it? Yeah, I mean, actually, he's like yeah, a jock that's too cool for that high more... school play. I would find that more attractive, a man who mm. submits to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's like, like he's, he's like, being more of a grown up if he, you know, it's more manly, honestly, to sing the song. Than to not and it's disrespectful to her. To, and it's to very like, disrespectful. Yeah, he's disrespecting so her art. He's disrespecting mm. her craft. He's saying, he I'm the a, real artist. I'm the, you know, I don't, I'm yeah. not going to deign to get involved here. Exactly. Fuck him. I don't know why I have a bone to pick with. Carl Ove today. Well, all I know, Drew, is when you're going to rhythm time with your baby, you're going to be very, um, oh, you're going to be the most enthusiastic dad there. I I will be. And I'll either that or you'll be leading the rhythm time because that will be your full time job. <laughs> <laughs> with my child, there will be my child who's the humiliated one. Yeah. <laughs> Watching me perform for other children. In an and that kid, then that state. kid's gonna write a six-volume autobiographical novel for sure. Which you need yeah, dance for your, But dance you know what? Dinner. He'll get citizenship to I don't know which country is gonna help the podcasters. Still Portugal. Once we're expelled. Yeah. yeah. 
Portugal. Wait, no. Oh, my God. This part is incredible. Everyone stand in a ring. Everyone stand in a ring. And first we go one way. Stamp with our feet like so. She said, stamping her attractive foot. Also, she's still wearing fucking shoes. She's wearing black boots. At no point did she take her boots off. Motherfucker. I got up and stood in a circle that was forming. I looked for the other two men. Both were completely focused on their children. (laughs) Was he trying to do like a little glance across the room, like rolling eyes? Yeah, he was trying to get a little um, camaraderie. Yeah, a little camaraderie. Suffering and disdain. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Now, do these, what's the hair situation with these other two dads? That's what I want to know. Are they closely shaved? I don't think he describes the two men there, but it's implied because he talks about the he describes the men earlier as all being, you know, balding and right. Also, he's trying uh. to set up his own daughter as too cool for this as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Look, the next section. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Vanya, oh Vanya, I said, screwing down Spivagen. Well, did you have fun? It didn't really look like it. Ah, I didn't mean ah, back there. ah. Okay, you skipped a lot. (laughs) Oh, wait, what did I skip? (laughs) He says, um, Oh, she uh, looked up at me. She hadn't, yeah, she hadn't, so far, she hadn't shown any interest in any of the things the children had to do. She didn't even want to shape them. (laughs) See, she's a a proper little Knausgaard. He is a proper little canal guy. But maybe that's just his like wishful thinking. Maybe Vanya is mm. into the I don't know. Maybe she's just too young. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she can't she don't have the muscles. I swayed from get the side another to attractive side as well. Oh my god. How many? There's like 10. Beautiful. He's just trolling us. Is he trolling us or is it I mean what accounts for this seemingly talentless repetition? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, it's very funny. It almost becomes a, a bit. Yeah. It... I mean, I think it's but then, also like you like... said, that that demonstrates too much inventiveness yeah. and style for it to actually be intentional. Right. It's this weird paradox, right? Maybe it's just like the character of the woman is not of the woman is not that important, so he doesn't bother to. We see we'll get pretty deep into the description of people who are big characters in the book. Oh no, no, he'll describe very deeply, totally passing characters. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just like that's all you need to know. I mean, that's that's all she is for me. Just not even an enticing. I mean, honestly, women me. shouldn't women shouldn't get more description than that. Are they attractive <laughs> or are they not? That's all you need to know, right? Yeah. Am I right, boys? Oui. <laughs> uh, I, I just think I rarely even employed that word. But... Well, because it's not, it doesn't have any innate descriptive power. It's just like a right. totally subjective like judgment mm. where it's like, it's not a universally understood thing, what attractive means. Like, I don't, yeah. It's not like she had big eyes or she had rosebud mouth. Or she had blonde usual hair. Usual things. Rosebud I mean, she had blonde hair, a thin waist and well-formed breasts. That's true. That's true. Well, the well-formed but... breasts is again, kind of. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, I don't know. But... <sighs> it has a, the wonderful line in a in a 
in a, in a bit that says, I swayed from side to side with Vanya in my arms, thinking this must be what hell was like. <laughs> Gentle and nice and full of mothers you didn't know from Eve with their babies. Uh, mothers you so didn't know from Eve. So melodramatic. Um, I love when he uses those like... patience for him tonight. He uses those things like, uh, what are those called? Like, mothers you didn't know from Eve. He loves idioms? using those, yeah, idioms in like slightly inappropriate way. Yeah. It's like, come on, like, like mothers you didn't know from Eve. Just means they're strangers, but like, how a stranger? Mm. Strange women. Is that yeah. an idiom? Wouldn't know her from Eve. But yeah, yeah, it is. But we wouldn't know Eve either, so it's a bit. That's a good yeah. point. I don't know what Eve. She, I mean, it's just because she's the er generic woman. Yeah. Did she have well-formed breasts? Is she attractive? I don't know. Yeah, what does the Bible say about Eve. that? <laughs> the Bible what does the Bible says... say about Eve's tits? God, actually, uh, God took Adam's was... rib and formed an attractive woman. An attract- <laughs> she was attractive, well-formed. <laughs> took, took Adam's most attractive rib and made an attractive woman. Eve was attractive. It's like... <laughs> Well, it's like it's almost like you know when you read the Iliad and it's like every character is like why why Leo Odysseus they have their little yeah epithet I suppose is what they're called their tag yeah but you know they're some of them are sort of hyper specific and lyrical and Kanazgar does that but it's the most generic word possible <laughs> yeah. that's his Iliad that's his is uh, you know how he wrote the Iliad his own version I'm also and it also shows some discipline for the for the translator as well to so like not yeah to not must be a temptation to just yeah. insert fucking different but in words, a hot a beautiful um yeah. and enticing enticing uh, yeah yeah alluring yeah alluring is a good word yeah actually if you guys have seen an interview with the translators and stuff like I mean I wonder if they just go into it and they're just like oh fucking hell this fucking moron well in the <laughs> in the early days when we had more literary pretensions we discussed talking to the translators though i imagine that that it would be a bit too tedious and pedantic but um i mean we don't even we don't even see that these books as language really any longer no i hardly know this we're we're basically like late period bob dylan you know (laughs) (laughs) that's what these books are for me it's like post verbal (laughs) like it's just like mouth sounds from oscar um, I'm actually surprised now that I think about it that the teacher doesn't get a name because he takes such pains to give names to even mm. like very passing characters, such as Lul. Right. Lul. And I bet yeah, this bitch does have a name. Signify the bourgeois preciosity. So that's true. Well, maybe. I guess so. Anyway, I wonder if this woman, this woman must have, if she didn't read the book, someone alerted her to <laughs> it, right? They were like, yeah, back in 2005, when you were just getting your start as a Stockholm folk singer and you had to pay the bills by doing rhythm times, um, Carl Overknausgaard wanted to fuck you. Yeah, some creepy fucking author. Some creepy author fantasized about your well-formed breasts. And then had a complete... She's like, wait, I wore black boots. (laughs) (laughs) And then had a complete mental breakdown because he had to mildly (laughs) humiliate himself to, to entertain his child. Because he, he continues, he goes, outside on the street, I felt like shouting until my lungs burst and smashing something. <laughs> but I had to make do with putting as many meters between me and this hall of shame in the shortest possible time. This hall of shame, come on. It's just... 
the lesson. Oh yeah, I love his talking about the his faint. He has another like a uh, passing lust for a woman in a shop. He just remembers seeing a woman in a shop. One day I had seen a woman in the shop. Suddenly she was standing next to me by the meat counter of all places. And there was something about her, the sheer physicality of her appearance that from one moment to the next filled me with almost explosive lust. She was holding her basket in front of her with both hands. Her hair was auburn, her pale complexion freckled. I caught a whiff of her body, a faint scent of smell and soap, of sweat and soap, and stood staring straight ahead with a thumping hard and constricted throat for maybe 15 seconds. But that was the time it took her to come alongside me, take a pack of salami from the counter and go her way. I saw her again when I was about to pay. She was at the other cash register and the desire which had not gone away welled up in me again. Now, did he have a boner in this situation? Well, again, to your point about pumped is Yeah, salami. the salami. Was that a metaphor? In another writer, that would, that yeah. would seem very deliberate and metaphorical. <laughs> but he's just like, no, I always buy salami. So I probably picked up <laughs> salami that day. And also he gives, I feel like he gives more description to this yes, woman this lady gets he sees for like 10 seconds yeah. than the woman who filled up the last three pages. Salami girl. Mm. Um, I'm going to need to go soon because... Uh, oh, yeah, the, yeah. The handyman that's come around to fix something. So I need to go nice. and handle right. that. Well, I think we got... So. This is a pretty good... Uh, we <laughs> these two pages pretty successfully. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we kind of some use of the word attractive. Yeah. 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 Well... Hey, so... um, you, you know, they always they always tell you when you're learning to write that, you know, you shouldn't repeat adjectives, but yeah. let Carla Vakanowska <laughs> show you that you can just use the same one every single time. Well, well he's, a, he's a bad boy. He breaks workshop all the rules. Yeah. 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 Yeah, fuck Iowa's writing workshop. Either, yeah. Just call everything attractive. <laughs> well, before you go, do you want to plug your book? I, I actually do want to read it. Do you think you can get your publisher to send me? Plug something. Yeah, probably. Uh, it's called uh, Speak Not Empire Identity and the Politics of Language and it is about uh, as it says the politics of language is about Welsh, Hawaiian and Cantonese and the various states of those languages and uh, revival movements and also the suppression and potential uh, endangerment of those languages that just sounds mad interesting I really do want to read it actually no I'll just cool. that was an asshole I'll, I'll buy it I don't know why I no I'll send you a copy it's I'm just I'm such a I don't make you, like, you, you don't make any money off books yeah so it's fine. <laughs> you have to sell fucking Carl over level yeah number of books to make money yeah yeah okay guys this all is right. fun it's so fun alright we'll see you again soon James see you at the bye. live show bye <laughs> bye I've <laughs> I don't do too much talking these days These days These days I seem to think a lot About the things that I forgot to do And all the